How many people believe, uh, I might get in trouble in church, but you know, stick, stay with me, stay with me. How many people believe mind over matter? I think that's Bible. What's up? I think that. Mind over, is, you know, the Bible talks mind over matter. Let me, let me give you an example. If you down right now, it's because you're thinking down. If you just change your thoughts, you can be right up. If you can be right up. What I, what I learned about how God created the, the body is that whatever we think, we send off chemicals that gives emotions to how we think. So if you say, I'm depressed, I'm out of it right now, it's just because you're thinking like that. But if you get there in the worship and say, I believe in the worship, I believe in the goodness of the Lord, that's going to change your chemicals. <laughs> you just missed your chance to get delivered. <laughs> That's why we worship him. That's why we come to him so our minds can be on him. And then it releases the chemicals he put in us. Amen? Amen. And then we can have a whole different realm of how we look at this stuff. But also, listen to this. Listen to this. This is what I forgot. You know, now support me, men. Support me, men, right? We, we, ladies, we are excited about next week. Amen. Yes, sir. What's yes, up? Ain't that right? Hey, 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 men, are you excited next week? Yeah. We're excited about it. What's next week? Father's Day. Hey, it's Men's Day. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, are we excited about that? Hey, <laughs> man, we just excited about it. Come on, Chris. Come on. Are we excited? All right. I'm excited about it. And, and women, are you excited? All right. All right. Yeah. I'm, praise God. Praise God. I'm just... We just can't wait to get our gift and all that, all that, all that other stuff y'all be giving out. <laughs> we, went, we can't wait. I'm going to get in trouble with my Easter now. We can't wait to get, get our once a year dinner on Sunday. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I guess I've lost some of our guests. <laughs> all right, we're good to see you. Thank God for you. And we're in our series, um, Faith. And so, again, last week we talked about, uh, you can buy this after service, because now notice we got holes in the notes, so you can um, use this to contain all your notes throughout the year, okay? So we encourage you to get that. We're in our series, uh, oh, you may have your seats, and turn your Bibles to um, 2 Corinthians, when we get there, we're going to get 2 Corinthians 4, chapter, verse 16. But we're right now, let's read the scripture here. We're in the faith manual, and let's read it together. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are what? Absent from the Lord. And for what now? We walk by faith and not by sight. Okay, that's how we are talking about we walk by faith and not by sight, meaning don't look at the stuff that you see. Don't worry about your children. Don't worry about all this other stuff. Don't worry about people. God is in control. All right? People cannot, if you believe it, people can't touch you no, long, no more than what God can allow them to. All right? So they can do whatever they can do, but God, somebody, somebody I got to tell somebody this. God got you. God got you, man. He got you, man. He's, he's got you, all right? He's got you. Don't worry about it. He's got you. He's got you, man. And this is where faith comes in at, all right? But you can't be looking at it and say, I don't see it. No, no, you got has you. All right? You got it? So in, in chapter one, uh, in faith in God, we said, Faith is required uh, for relationship with him. And then we said, it's putting your complete trust in him. That's obedience, all right? And then we said, it comes by hearing 
God's word, all right? It, it increases by hearing God's word. Or faith comes by hearing, meaning faith will increase by whatever you're hearing, mm -hmm. all right? So watch what you're hearing because whatever you're hearing, you're increasing your faith and trust and obedience for it. So what you want to do is continually come and get under life group and, and the Amen. word and things, places like that that's pumping the word of God in you so you can start believing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, okay? Amen. And then we said uh, some of the benefits of this, it pleases God. Without faith, you can't please God. If you want to walk with God, I'm telling you a practical way to walk with God is by faith, man. So I'm walking with faith, Maurice. I'm walking with faith because then I'm walking with God. The only way we can walk with God is by faith because he's not tangibly here. I have to believe in the unseen that God is in my life. But the way we manifest himself is through our faith. Okay? And so when we believe something and we see it, we say, man, God's real. You got it? You, you follow me? So faith is very, very important. Got it? And it matures you in God. It means it matures you in the unseen realm. It gives you the ability, to, and we're going to talk about that today, the ability to see things that not are here, but you'll be able to see them. And then you respond to it. And then it receives payments from God. That's what it does. It receives payments from God. So then the next thing we talked about is faith. Chapter 2 is faith in Christ. We said faith in Christ saves us, transforms us, and then aligns us. You got it? It saves us uh, by grace, through faith, not of yourselves, it's works, uh, or works, it's a gift of God. Now, it's by grace, meaning God has completed something already. God has completed our salvation. This is a merited favor, benefits, power toward me, right? And it's through faith that I access this salvation that God has given me. So salvation is already done, so I'm just believing what God has done for me. I'm not trying to work up salvation. All right. I'm not trying to work up holiness. I'm, I'm holy because God made me holy through grace. So I'm walking in, in holiness because God made me that way. It's not my works. It's not my effort. It's my belief in him making me that way. So then I act that way. Whatever he has made me, I believe it. So I act that way. You got it? And then so it's, it's a gift of God. Now, salvation is this. The proof of your salvation is this. You will repent, meaning you will change your mind about the way you live. You will turn to God by faith. And then you will produce good works. Amen. Okay, works won't save you, but it will produce good works. You, you will say, see, when people get saved, Martha, and they change their mind, God takes them out of the world, so now they're out of the world, so that what else are they going to do with their life? They turn to God, and they live a godly life, right? So he doesn't take something from you and leave you without something. You turn from God, come to God, and then you live with God, living God's life. So when I uh, repented of my sins, on my lifestyle of sin, I t so that's my lifestyle, right? That's my, that's what I mean. So when I turned to God, he gave me a new lifestyle. Amen. So I just, I'm just turned, and now I'm living a new lifestyle. But I got a lifestyle, right? Yeah. I'm not void. I mean, he just didn't say, just do it. No, just do what? And you know what I'm saying? Do this now, yeah. right? I amen? amen? That's why most of us creeping around because we get bored, because we ain't got a life. Yeah. Isn't that right? If you don't, if you don't put, <laughs> listen, if you don't, vo if you don't put something in you, the world will put something in you. If you sit around and tell me, I don't know what I'm going to do to work. I don't know what I'm going to do. You, that's when you're going to get a call. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Who is this? You know. Ooh, <laughs> I'm a Christian. I, I know. I know. I know God, too. Right. So you see? Now you got that little void there and everything, right? Now, if you've been busy at Life Group, you would have some accountability. But because you're out there sheeping alone, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, trying to withstand on your own. Now you know you're weak. You know you, 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 you got 
You know, you know you're still infected. I can't wait till my book come out called Datology. You know you're still infected with STD, not, not sexual transmitted disease, soul ties disease. Right. They still have a grip on you. They have, you, they have been, you have been molded by them for you. That's why when you hear that voice, you go, huh. Some get weak, right? And there you go. You got it? You got it? That's all it is, people. I'm not, I don't mean to ridicule you and your weaknesses, all right? We're going to get you out of that, all right? But that's what's happening to you. Got it? Understand what's going on. You have a void in your life, and so since you have a void in your life, this world is going to fill that void. But God keeps me busy doing the works of God, especially if you're single. If you're single, you need to see me right now because you need to, I got some work for you. I'll keep, I'll keep you busy. You know, amen, amen. So if you're single, line up, call the church. Uh, ain't no joke. I'm going to keep you busy. Amen. Amen. Until your Boaz come, I'm going to keep you busy. And, you know, and, until your Eve come, I'm going to keep you busy and everything going to be all right. Amen? Amen? All right. Good. I'll, I'll be hearing from you this week. <laughs> it transforms us. All right? Let me look at this real quick. Transforms us. Since I look at uh, um, uh, the scripture, I think it's going to come up pretty soon. Uh, it transforms us. All right? And then so... <laughs> Since I look at HBO, I got a little acronym for you, you know. So let's read it together. Then he took the book of this. Now, this is what church is supposed to be about, people. This shouldn't be hard. This shouldn't be me fighting against you, you fighting against me. I should be opening up this book, rightly interpreted, and then that's what we do. And then we go home. That's all, this, that's all this is. Then he took the book of the covenant. This is the covenant, your agreement with God, right? And he read it aloud to the people, right? But I ain't, ain't got to be loud because I got a mic. Again, they all responded. What did they say? We would do everything the Lord has kept. Not Pastor Keith. What the Lord has said. If, if, if I'm reading from the Lord's book, all you have to say is I'm doing do everything the Lord says. We ain't got to fuss over this. Amen. 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 We ain't got to do all that. And then, uh, and we will obey, right? So I said, hearing, believing, and obeying. HBO. Every time you look at HBO, HBO, think about this. <laughs> hearing. Hearing is attentive. You, you are coming this morning, and you are paying attention to me. To take it in. Hearing goes attentive, then it's introspective. Then you look at it and say, where do I line up with this word? Then it becomes subjective. What do I need to do? Receive it or repent and receive it. You got it? So how do you come to church and listen to the word? You become attentive. I got your full attention. Amen. Then you become introspective. What did he just say? Whatever we're talking about, you say, man, I do like faith. Let me, let me check this out. Let me introspective where I am in faith in God. Okay, got it. Okay, we're gonna, that, okay. then you say, you become subjective. You're looking at yourself. And then you make a decision what you're going to do with the word I just said. Amen? That's all this is. And then you believe it. Ultimately, when you come to subjective, you say, I believe that. And then I obey it. That's HBO. You got it? You got it? All right, so the next one, I didn't get to get last week was my granddaughter. You're going to remember my granddaughter's name. My granddaughter's name is Brianna, right? But we call her Bree. And then, so the next one is that we talk about is it's going to align us. We need to be aligned. Faith aligns us. You got it? Ear, heart, head, hands. That's where it works. Ear, you're hearing me. You got it? Goes to your heart your affections, your endearment to want God, right? If you don't want him, you ain't going to listen to it. Head that changes his mind because of an affection, right? 
then your hands get busy. That's the way it works. But most of the time, you don't stay in alignment right. You hear it, it goes to your head. And then it goes to your hands. But it never touches your so you may be obedient to pastor, but your heart's not in it. Because what I'm saying is going to your, then to your hands. And sooner or later, you're going to quit because it's not in your heart. That's the way it works. It has to go to your heart. Man believes unto righteousness. Transforms the head and the hands get busy. Now let me show it again. Put it back up. And so let me show you Bree. Bree is believe. Right? You believe from your heart. You're inspired. Yes. You're enthusiastic. Hallelujah. You can't wait to get here to worship. Bless God. Bless God. You knock it over. You, you almost got a ticket getting here. <laughs> See, don't laugh because that's what I know because you know that ain't you, but you know what I'm saying? It's in your heart. You're enthusiastic. It's like the seventh game of the basketball playoff. You just up in here like, oh, my God, I just can't wait. God getting ready to do something in the seventh game. I'm going to win. It's the seventh game, 3-3. Three, three. It's one more. And you at the line, you know you're going to win. That's how excited you need to be. Huh? It's just exciting. <laughs> Amen. You know, it's just exciting, Al. You know how it go. Yeah, you know how it go. It's like going to a Anita Baker concert. It's just exciting. Just exciting. Just, oh, 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 I need a big, oh, my God. I'm trying to keep y'all comparison of how you're supposed to be feeling. Right? You got it. That's all I'm trying to say. Come on, I got to keep, keep going. Come on, y'all, come on. And then, put beep, come on. Repent in your head. That means be informed. You got it? You got to be informed what's going on so I can do it, right? And then I interest with your hands. So if you believe, you repent, you'll show interest with your hands, and you'll get involved. You got it? You see my little Brie up there? That's Brie. All right? So if you, if you just want to understand how do you line yourself, just think of Brie. I got to believe. I got to repent, be informed. And then I'm going to show interest with my hands. Man, the easiest thing, the most enthusiastic thing, man, is to have people who who are uh, uh, motivated in their hearts to do things of God. The hardest thing to do is to get people who are, or who are moved in their head. Because now all we're doing is sitting around thinking about how we can motivate you in your head to do what God told you to do. Instead of being motivated from in your heart, you think, see, when you get motivated from your heart, you think of things, you think of things what you want to do for God. When you are motivated by your head, I got to keep putting stuff in your head. Well, what else I'm going to do? This is what you need to do. Okay, what else I'm going to do? Are you ever going to inspire yourself to do something? You know what I'm saying? How much you want me to give? That's your head. Some of you, some of you have been tithing, and you ain't, you ain't going past that. You ain't going to go past that. Because you give from your head. You've been informed. Right? But your heart really not in it no more. Because you should be thinking, like, I should be giving more by now. Why should I limit God 10% when all of it's his? When the last time God spontaneously moved on you, to get in your bank account and give some more. Because it's in your head, not your heart. I don't sit around here thinking like, what, the, what, can, what are the rules? I'm in relationship. 
And when you're in a relationship, you think about things, how you can exceed the rules. Amen? Amen? Amen. I'm glad you got that. You understand that. Amen? So, <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, that's, that's the way it works. So today, we want to talk about uh, living by faith. Now, this, now I, I like this. Living by faith. Now, I got to look up here. This is the TV now. We're going to live by faith. You, you had 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, 16th verse through 18. Living by faith. Now, this, this, is, this, this is deep. It's not gonna, this, this is deep. This is, gonna, this is what it's all about, people. If you, if you sum total the Bible, this is what it's all about. You, you're, you're not here. Nowhere in Scripture is God saying, I'm going to save you and make you happy. Amen. Nowhere in Scripture. But that's, that's, that's what ch churches are teaching, so you get, get y'all in here to, to, to make y'all be happy. Right? But nowhere in Scripture does it teach you, God want to make you happy. I never seen somebody go to war talking about I'm gonna be happy. And the Bible says we're in a spiritual warfare. We're in a battle. So I never I never seen people who've been out in the battle on the battle line right now talking about, oh, we're so happy, we're so happy, we're in the No, they 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 want to alert. They're watching out for stuff. So if you're trying to be happy, that means you ain't fighting. My God. You see, when we lose people, when we have empty seats, that means somebody ain't getting saved. I mean, that means the devil got somebody. That means somebody's going straight to wherever. You, you know what I'm saying? And nobody cares. Like, okay, so what? You're not in the battle. What's God got for me today? How, how good am I going to be? You know, when my blessing come in. And so the more blessing you get, the more we don't see you. <laughs> you fat and happy on blessings. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, and again, look at what they're saying. I'm going to give you the sum total. I love this Bible. You don't have to believe it if you don't want to, but it gives me reason for living and understanding what, what the sum total of this. Check this out. Everybody wants to be famous. That's why reality TV is so famous, so, so big, Martha. Everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be famous. But do you understand what fame means? You understand? It's a simple definition. Look it up. It means popularity. That's all it means. I'm famous. Y'all know me. Am I as famous as an actor? No, but I am. All it is is popularity. So if you got 10 people know you, you're famous. It's based upon people knowing you. Now, if nobody know you, you're not famous. <laughs> you need some help. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it, that's all it is. And I don't know why people, you know, People fight, and they want to be famous, and then all of a sudden when they get famous, Nietzsche, they start putting disguises on. Right. Now you go all through all this trouble, then all of a sudden you don't want to be recognized. Right. Now make up your mind. Right. <laughs> I don't, be, don't be, be bothered. Well, you spend all this time trying to be famous, now all of a sudden you don't want nobody to mess with you. Uh, <laughs> let's read this, and let me show you what we're going to go through in our lifetime. You can't get around this. It's what, basically what I sum up life is, all right? Let's read. Therefore, we do not lose heart. That means don't lose heart. Don't lose heart, okay? Wherever you're at right now, don't lose heart. Don't lose your affection. Don't lose your drive. Don't lose your zeal for God, all right? And the missions and the works of God, okay? Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Somebody say saving. That's saving. That's what your life is. You're trying to save your life every day. You're saved, but now you're working in your salvation. 
All right, you ever notice about this outward man, inward man? There's two people going on here. One's perishing, one's being renewed. Which one are you putting emphasis, emphasis on? Are you, are you putting emphasis on the outward man that's perishing? Or, I mean, are you going out there trying to buy cars, big houses, and make a bank account, and that man is perishing, going to lose it sooner or later, right? Or are you emphasizing the inward man that you are renewing your mind, becoming more stronger and stronger like God, all right? Salvation is inward out, not outward in. Amen. The more you hear about outward stuff, that's not salvation, that's materialism. Inward stuff is talking about God. Let me tell you, this is what the Bible's trying to point you to. The Bible's always trying to point us, Martha, to where we're going, not where we are presently. It's always point to where we're going, okay? It's not talking about your issues now. God can give a hill of beans about your condition because your condition, and we'll see, all right, doesn't matter to him because where you're going is eternity. What you're going through is temporary. So he's not, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. He knows you're not going to stay in the condition the rest of your life. You think it is. Now, check this out. That's because your mind is focused here. All right? For the first thing, you got to understand saving. For our light afflictions, which is but for what? A moment. Check it out. That's suffering. Meaning everybody's going to suffer. You're not going to get out of suffering on this earth. So guess what? I'm saving. I'm being saved. I'm walking to my salvation. I'm renewing my mind. I'm watching out my old man's passion. I'm getting older, gray-haired, and all that kind of stuff. Got it? I, I, I get up. and Listen, age, age is talking to you every day. Hey man, talk to me now. Soon, soon, soon as you say, mm, that's age. Mm. Soon you say, these legs don't work like, that's, these words, these legs don't work like they used to. That's death. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Death's talking to us all the time. All right? And I ain't saying don't eat right, eat right, run right, and do all you can, but you can't run from death. It's going to get you sooner or later. All right? Do the good things, do the right things, but it's going to get you after a while. No one ever has defeated death but Jesus Christ. All right? And now through Jesus Christ, we're going to defeat it too. All right? So now look at this out. Working us for more. Now, now, now but he says the suffering, now I like this part. What am I going to get out of this? He says that thing is working for us. Far more exceeding and what? Eternal weight of glory. Somebody say story. story. So what's the first thing? Saving. The next thing is what? Suffering. The next thing is I'm storing something. Something's stored for me. Where is it pointing me to? It's not pointing to me to a big old house on, on earth. It's pointing me to, to heaven. It's pointing me to something's going. This is why I, I want you to focus where you're going. Don't worry about what's going on in your life. I'm focusing you where you're going. Something's stored up for you. Come on now. Don't get caught up in this world, man. It's not the end. Focus. Something's stored up for you. Get excited about it. All right? You know how you get excited about your retirement? You got something stored up for you? All right, man, this is bigger than your retirement. Be focused. It's stored up, all right? While we do not, here we go again, look at the things which are seen. Don't look at these things that are seen. They don't matter. But what? At the things which are now, doesn't that contrast, don't that make sense? What we read this to stop our mind. My mind says, first of all, I've got an inward man and an outward man. I've got to find out what that's all about. Right. Okay, that's my spirit man and my natural man, right? But then it's talking about, I don't look at the things seen. I look at the things not seen. I don't look at the things seen. I look at the things not seen. Now, how can, how can I see things not seen? Crazy, all right? For the things which are seen, not seen. For the things which are what? 
seen are what? Temporary. See, it's temporary. Don't worry about it. It's going to be over. But the things which are not seen are eternal. See, now check this out. Remember he said, you go through this for a moment. Right. And it's light. What he's teaching you is this. When you're going through things, if you look at the unseen things and eternity, based upon what you're going through, man, this is for a moment, and this is light. That's what he's saying. He said, oh, my God, I'm going through unemployment. Oh, my God, they fired me. He, but if you look at the in light of eternity, this is just a moment, and it's light. People. It's just going to be a moment of time, and it's light. When you compare eternity, that, now this is going to be the sad story. When we get to heaven and we look back how we jacked this up for this world. I can see when people, they buy into this world. They give up all the stuff for God just for this world, right? You're going to look back and say, man, that was just for a moment. Look at an eternity, you're going to say like, that was just for a moment. Why can I endure that? In light, when you start sitting in eternity, when you pass through and you're on eternity, you're going to look at this and say, like, there wasn't no time at all. That wasn't nothing. Why did I give up everything for that little moment of time? And we, and we give up all the time, man. Bait us all the time. Look at the four, the four points. <clears throat> Living by faith, you're saving. You're always going to be saving yourself, right? You're suffering, meaning you're, you're completely saved. Okay, I only get you wrong now. You're not trying to be saved. You're saved, but you are working your salvation out. That's what I'm saying, all right? You're suffering. You're always going to suffer something on this earth. But always remember something stored for you. That everything you're going through, something is stored for you. And then you're always seeing what it's going to be. You see it. You see the unseen. You see it. You see your healing. You see things happening. You see your children being right. You see your finances being right. You see it, man. It's, and then people look around and say, I can, see, can you see it? No, I can, I, no, it's by faith. I can see it. Somebody say, I can see it. I can see it. So let me show, let me show you what uh, Titus says. Now, Titus is another good chapter. I love Titus. Titus just breaks it down, and it simplifies for Pastor Keith how, to, how I'm supposed to live this life. It just gives me my understanding of life. Now, look, look at what it says. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasure. So anybody a Christian, that's what you're supposed to be doing. So Keith, listen, I'm instructing you, stop your godliness and stop your sinfulness. Got it. We should live in this what? Evil world. You got to see the world evil, people. See, that's why you try to, how are you going to be happy in the evil world? Why people, cheat? I don't know why people try to teach, teach, uh, treat, uh, teach you, be happy. This is an evil world. This world ain't, this ain't world, the best, best life now. No. This is an evil world. With wis now, how am I supposed to live this world? With wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. That's suffering. So as I'm suffering in this world, I'm giving away my ungodliness, right? And I'm living in righteousness. And I'm using wisdom, righteousness, meaning living right, and I'm totally devoted to God. That's how you're supposed to live, people. How? With wisdom, meaning wisdom is apply. Uh, Acquired knowledge applied rightly. Wisdom is applied knowledge. I got the knowledge, but I can apply it rightly. Righteousness is living like God wants me to live. And I'm totally devoted to God. Totally committed to God. Nothing going to get in God's way. 
totally committed to him. My life is totally committed to God because he's what? Saving me. What's he saving me? What else is he doing? Look at your notes. I'm suffering. That's all what life is about, people. If you make it anything else, you're wrong. Go ahead. While we look forward, see that again? See, look forward. You look at, no, I'm looking forward, people. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward. I'm not looking at this. I'm looking forward with hope to that wonderful day, that story. He's storing something. That wonderful day is stored up for me, Maurice. Oh, my God, I can't wait. When the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed, I'm going to be starting seeing him. I'm going to see him. Oh, my God, it's stored. I'm going to see it. I'm happy about this. I'm glad the church is happy about this. And he gave, now, now why am I doing all this? Why, why, why? Everybody said, you got to tell people why. This is why me and Nietzsche started this church. But this is why, well, God called us, but why I, I follow Christ. Why I do, why, why, why? Because I believe this next scripture, I believe this, this is very important. If you want to get your why, man, this is why you do it. No other reason, don't have any other motive but this, right? God ain't promising you nothing in the sense of that he's going to satisfy you outside of him, right? So all I want to do is understand this. He gave his life to free us from every sin, every kind of sin, to cleanse us and to make us his very, oh my God, he married me. He made me his own, why, 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 why? He saved me, he cleansed me, and then he made me his own, oh my God. Why, why, why? Why do you give your tithe? Why do you serve? Why do you give up the world? Because he saved me, cleansed me, and made me his very own people. He separated me from this world. That's my why. No other motivation motivates me. I shouldn't have to talk to anybody about no motivation. How can we get people to come to church? How can we get people to come to uh, the night of worship? Uh, uh, tell them we're going to win some. So uh, if they come, they, gonna, they may sit in the seat that win. You know, all this craziness. No! I'm showing up because he's saved me. He cleansed me, and he made me his own people. And I'm going to come and give him worship. I'm separated from him. That's why I come to church. That's why I get That's my only motivation, people. Only motivation. And if that don't move you, we ain't got nothing else up in here for you. Now listen to this. And, to- and listen to this. Totally, Maurice, committed to doing Good deeds, that's saving. Come on to the next one. Second Peter, he picks it up. Peter gets involved in it. Peter says, since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, suffering. Peter was talking about the end time. He said, hey, listen, y'all, that, that car you got, it's going to be destroyed. Everything's going to be destroyed. So can you imagine they all being happy, they all being rich, they all being saying like, woo. And then Peter said, that's going to be destroyed. So, see, see I, I told y'all before, what really deflated me about this world we get my revelation, he says, you brought nothing into this world. And surely you will take nothing out. Then I thought, then I started seeing the world different. I said, like, dang. Then I started look, doing, you know, as a pastor, I started doing uh, uh, funerals, right? And I noticed no, none of that stuff went down under the ground. And I said, well, wow. I said, well, Lord, life wasn't about that stuff, is it? Now they're really finding out what life's all about because they're going to meet their maker. You know, and all that stuff that they cherished and they wanted to be like, and they came to church, they couldn't listen because they talking to one another in the pews with, with one another, not paying attention to God and all that kind of stuff. They just, they just all of it's going to be big time when you see around is going to be destroyed like this, suffering. What holy and godly lives you should live. Man, since everything, listen, since all this stuff going to be destroyed, let me go and live, let me go and live holy. That's what it's saying. That's saving. 
Looking forward. Here we go. Why? Because I'm looking forward to the day of God and hearing it alone. On that day, I'm looking for that day. Oh, y'all looking forward to the day? Yeah. Now, quit lying. Quit lying. Because if you look for the day, I will see corresponding action right. in your lifestyle. If you look forward to the day, your lifestyle will prove it. He will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the, in the flames. See, I'm going to see this one day. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and a new earth. He has promised a world filled with God's righteousness. He's storing it for me. I see it stored for me, man. I can see it. What does he want me to do? He's saving me. What is he doing? I'm suffering. What else is he doing? I'm storing for me. And then what? One day I'm going to see the whole idea. Our last scripture, what does it say? Timothy. Now, Timothy set it all up. This is what we do in funerals, man. This, this, if I'm, I'll take you out with this one right here. Take you out right here. Hopefully, that's what, no, this is what you want to live. This is what I want people to say. This is what you want to live. What I, I have fought the good fight, suffered. See that? If you ain't suffering for Christ, you ain't, you ain't in it. If you, if, you ain't, if, you ain't, if you ain't fight, you ain't suffering. If you ain't know somebody, say, Lord, I'm suffering for you. Oh, my God. If you ever did that, people, you're not even in the fight. I have, can you, now think about when you go home, what am I suffering for? Am I suffering? What am I suffering for Christ? What am I doing? I have finished the race, and I have maintained, remained faithful. That's saving. At the end, I want to say that. And now, what is that? Now, what happens? Now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. Story. Amen. I got me a crown stored up for me, and the only thing separating me from that crown is my life. And when they take this physical life from me, I go into eternity life, and I got the things that are stored up for me. How much, how much y'all got stored up in heaven? How much you got stored up in heaven? How much works you got stored up in heaven? I know what you got in the bank account, but which, how much can you say, like, I, you tell me right now, if you're on it, you say, well, I got this much in the bank. I'm so happy. So how much you got in heaven? How much you got saved up in heaven? And if you don't know, you really out there. How many souls you got saved up in heaven? People were up in heaven, been saved by, on your account, God used you. Okay, how much work do you have stored up in heaven? And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. See, how do you wake up every morning, looking up in the morning, say, man, this could be the day. This could be the day. Oh, oh, this could be the day. Where you at? Where you at? How you going to act? How you going? You ain't got time to go over your mistress', mistress house. You ain't got time to be over that line. You ain't got time over there to be getting drunk. You ain't got time to be out because he may hit the cloud. He may, right when you on your downstroke, he can hit the cloud. Right when you up there talking about, yeah. See, I'm too scary, people. I'm too scary. No, no, because this could be, see, we, we don't know that no more because we're not looking forward. We're not storing. We're not trying to see that coming. We're trying to get all we can out of this life, and this life is evil. So in conclusion, I'm done with the best lesson this morning. All I can see about life, that's the way I live my life, that's the way I teach my wife to live this life, the way I teach my children, and I'm going to teach my grandchildren. Listen, people, baby, you're saved. You're going to suffer. Amen. You're going to store. And everything you store, one day, you're going to see. Did you receive the word this morning? God bless you.